0: Somebody shut those kids up. This is a goddamn explicit show. (laughs) Goddamn explicit. What is going on, everybody? It's Monday. So we got another episode of the Eric and
1: Gabe show planned for you. Um, Some pretty killer stuff. Eric, what do we got lined up? Well, we're going to start off today's show doing one of my favorite segments. It is the fantasy draft. We're going to be doing the best comedy movies of all time.
0: Yes, and then after that, we have a
1: bold asshole of the week who made some interesting fashion decisions at a wedding. (laughs) And then for this week's Rapper Rumble, we have matched up two rappers who came up together. One put the other one on, then ended up having one of the biggest rap beefs of all time. So we're going to give some input on that. Yes, and then we are going to check out some music from
0: a 26 year old hip hop artist out of Los Angeles, California, with a bit of a, a soulful sound. Beautiful. So all that today and more on The Eric and Gabe Show. We are live for another episode of The Eric and Gabe Show. You know what, I, I really have
1: nothing planned. It's just kind of okay. just winging it.
0: It's a lot like getting the prettiest girl at the Walmart.
1: He takes pride in producing his own songs, mm-hmm. and his production is trash.
0: Dude, this damn mic make me sound fat. I don't I think I you think... sound fat. <laughs> I'm always on the music
1: hunt. I'm always looking for, for new music. The internet is ranting and raving.
0: <gasps> what the heck are you doing? That's what I'm talking about. Welcome to the Eric and Gabe Show, the show of music, news, sports, advice, and uh, whatever else happens on this thing. Um, I'm one half of the Eric and Gabe Show, musical artist, audio engineer, and winner of Instagram's 2019 Sexiest Man Alive, Gabe Estrada. Hmm.
1: That's interesting. I never saw saw that that poll come out. Um, My name is Eric. Uh, I took it and claimed it. (laughs) I am the second half of the Eric and Gabe Show. Pure sharpshooter from downtown, like Steph Curry. Mm. Yep, that's me. Also, I'm a baker extraordinaire. Right Catch man. me in the kitchen, ladies. Catch me in the kitchen.
0: Right, everybody. So uh, we want to hear from you. So make sure you send in your music, draft ideas, advice, questions, and uh, which rappers you want to see fight, send it all to the Eric and Gabe Show at gmail.com. Yes and definitely follow us on the Instagram the as IG. well. Uh at the eric and gabe show make sure you hit that we got the drafts on there we got the the polls everything that's popping off for the show will be right there so make sure that you just check that out it's a dream team fantasy drive.
1: it's a dream team
0: dream team
1: Alright ladies and gents, you know what that means. It is time for our dream team fantasy draft. So, what we're going to do here. Oh yeah. Gabe and I, we're going to we're going to take turns picking the best five comedy movies of all time in our own opinion. We're going to pick mm-hmm. five of them each. Then we're going to put them up online. You guys are going to get to vote for who you think has the best lineup. If you had to go to the movies for one night and watch five movies, Whose would you wanna see? That's the point of this here. <laughs> um, we're gonna go over the results of last week again, you guys get to vote on these on Instagram, and uh, you know what? again, I'm gonna let you do this because i don't even i I don't even remember I don't want to talk about it. This is an old um yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, so uh, I do want to talk about it because <laughs> I wiped my ass with your face. <laughs> Check this out, everybody. Instagram had my back. of the votes for me, 35% of the votes for Eric, but uh, we
1: all kind of knew that that was going to happen. You know what, when when you start a draft off with Eminem, like, hottest rappers of all time, uh, uh, that's, that's a winner. Like, he is three picks in one, so I call not fair. You know,
0: I honestly believe I picked... Uh, Eminem, Tupac, and Biggie. I had those three on my team. It was over at that point. It I was. could have picked SpongeBob SquarePants and Takashi Six <laughs> Nine, and it
1: still would have been over. <laughs> I like how you went with SpongeBob as number four and Takashi number five. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Put him over him. Un-
0: unfortunately for Takashi. <laughs> All right. So let's get into this draft. Um, I got the fidget spinner here, so I'm gonna go ahead and give it a spin, and we're gonna see what happens.
1: Oh, that's a first pick for Eric. Damn it. Woo. Well, right now, I am having the first pick. I am 50% win, 50% loss with this. So, I, I don't know how I feel about having um, the best pick. Um, You are actually 2-1 uh, to one
0: right now. I'm up 2-1. to one. Sorry about it.
1: Yeah, but with the first <laughs> pick, I've won one and I've lost one. Oh, I see. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. So, alright, best comedies of all time. Let me first off say I don't like this topic at all because I have I have way to I'm a comedy connoisseur like comedy whore yeah, yeah me too I have so many comedies that it's so like to say you know just ranking these are gonna be tough for me that's all I'm saying I got personal favorites and then I got cult classics and I'm gonna start with my number one pick as a cult classic. And that's going to be Dumb and Dumber. I fucking hate you. (laughs) Hands down, to me, I think that has to be the greatest comedy movie ever. 100% agree. That was my first pick. You stole it right out from underneath me, you dirty (laughs) bastard. Hey, Dumb and dumber -er is still available. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is if you
0: like terrible movies and and shit. And (laughs) shit, Perfect. Well, so
1: I'll take that number one. I pick. appreciate
0: you leaving me that one, but I'll 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 keep in consideration. But I don't think so. Can't say I'm not a friend. All right. Uh, with the number two pick of the draft, um, and my first pick, I got to go with Friday. For me, really? that's a classic one. Yep. Every. I mean, if I'm bored and just want to watch a movie, Friday is usually what I'm watching. It's always on TV. I love it. <laughs> Got to go okay. with Friday for me.
1: I I feel that's a bit of a risky pick, but I like it. It's all right. I feel like the people love Friday. It's going to be a good the one. The people I promise. do love Friday, but my question is that I just want to throw out for the people: Is it a comedy? I'm oh, just going one hundred percent. It's a comedy. I'm just going to put that out. I don't know. I, you know what? I hope you get the picks. I really, I hope you get the votes. You're wild. If it's not a comedy, what is it? (laughs) I, I I don't know. It's just, it's a cult movie. I don't know if it's, I don't know. I don't know. We got to see what the people think. I'm gonna have to look that up. All right, all right. My number two. I'm stuck here. I have two of them that I really like. One's a personal favorite. One is just a favorite. Um, But my number two, I'm gonna have to go with Super Bad. Nice.
0: It yes. is on my oh shit list. Superbad is a great movie. Loved it. Um, Seth Rogen is just an incredible writer. Every every movie
1: he's done has been huge. And yep. yeah. I don't think you'll pick my other one, so I'm going to let it hang tight.
0: All right. Well, with my number two pick, um, I got to go Wedding Crashers. Damn it, you did pick it.
1: <laughs> yep. Fuck. That is... One of my faves. <laughs> oh, I didn't think you would have went that Wedding route. Wedding Crashers, baby. Yep. <sighs> Shit, I, I got to realign things. Great, that's a solid pick. That movie, that's the movie I can watch anytime. Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. Yep, love it. Their chemistry is just out of this world. The dream team. Yeah, they really mm-hmm. are. Solid pick. I, To me, I, I, had, I had Wedding Crashers as a possible number one. But when you went Friday, yeah. number one, I was like, no, nah, he's not going to go that route. Oh, Good pick. Yep. Um, I am picking great movies. That is my route. Oh, so, your, okay. Good luck. I see you. All right. Well, my number three on the list then, um, you made this one pretty easy for me after you have to picking Ready Crashers. I'd go with The Hangover.
0: Nice. That is on my oh shit list as well. Yes. Uh, another great one. I think when it came out, I took, like, seven different friends to go see it at the theaters. I was like, you have really? to see
1: this. Funny story with this movie. I, I didn't see it right when it came out, and there was so much hype around it. So much hype mm-hmm. about, like, the funniest movie ever, and because I haven't seen it, and I heard everybody telling me, I, like, I expected to sit down and just fireworks to be exploding. And right. I actually did not like the movie the first time I saw it. I was just like... This is not as funny as everyone made it out to be, but it is. It's Mm -hmm. not. It's a great movie. I enjoy it. That is a good
0: one. Um, So for my number three pick, um, you went kind of. You went kind of modern with yours, so I'm gonna go modern with mine. I'm gonna pick Step Brothers.
1: Oh, that was my next. Look at you. Okay. Yeah, I know all the classics. Throwing wrench. I
0: would consider it an instant classic.
1: Yeah, Step Brothers went up. Another one that I, as I, I
0: did not like at first. And then it just grows on you. It, huh? it to- I, did, I wasn't really like super, super crazy on it either the first time I saw it. And then, like, oh my gosh, I just started watching
1: it more and I was you know, <laughs> yeah. shitting my pants. Oh yeah, it's a great one. I don't know if I would have admitted that, but it was, it was a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, shit my pants fully. <laughs> all right, my number four. Um, This one kind of hits home with me, and I know everybody has tried doing this sometime since the movie came out, and that movie is Happy Gilmore. Nice. A, an Adam Sandler classic, definitely a good totally. pick. Have you tried doing the Happy Gilmore swing? Absolutely. I was on the golf team in high school. You know at the driving <laughs> range, that was the first thing we all tried. Yeah, I did it too. I could never really get it down, but it's definitely a great movie. Bob Barker cameos. I love it. Yeah, um, wow, you've really taken,
0: or yeah, my list is completely screwed from what I originally picked. Oh yeah, you screwed uh, mine this too. This is interesting. So, uh, for my number four pick, I'm going to go with Big Daddy to Your oh, Happy Gilmore.
1: Okay, I like it. Another classic. It's weird. Yep, I love that movie. Let, let's Can can do a quick little pause in here? What's your take for, on Adam? What? What's your take on Adam Sandler? Why does he get so much shit in in Hollywood? You think he? Why do you think he gets shit? What do like, you mean? People are just like, oh, it's another Adam Sandler movie.
0: Like, they're I think it's just because he has like a certain style of like slapstick comedy that some people aren't into. So when they hear Adam Sandler, they're like, oh, Adam Sandler again. But like for the people who get it, like we get it, and his movies are hilarious.
1: Yeah, uh, I love his movies. I, I've never understood why he gets so much shit. Anyways, all right. Yeah, he's... <sighs> Wrapping her up. Last pick. This is so hard because I've got, I've got so many on my list. Um, But I think I'm going to go with the parody to me that just kind of started parodies. And that is Scary Movie. Scary movie, huh? I'm gonna th- that is not what I would expect you to pick. Interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna take a shot because I know a lot of like a lot of people know the scary movie series. I think it's a great comedy. I'm gonna go with it. I'm taking a shot in the dark here. All right, scary movies.
0: Interesting pick. My number five. Let's see here. I have two. I'm fighting with. What are they? Ah. Uh, so I have Rush Hour Two, Ooh. and I have Bridesmaids.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm biased there, like I, I've seen both. And I do think Bridesmaids uh-huh. is really funny, but like Rush Hour Two is just—it's cl- I was talking with you about this before the show. That Rush Hour is just—it's cult classic. Like. I don't know. Yeah, it is.
0: So that's like, for me, Chris Tucker at his best. Oh, yeah. So I will take Rush Hour. Yeah, that's a solid two pick. Two for
1: my fifth pick. Solid yeah. pick. Before we go over this list, let's talk about some of your notables. What, okay. What did so, it make it? What did um, you have? Some uh, Joe Dirt, of course. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, Borat. Oh, that was, yep, that's a accepted classic. Accepted. Accepted was on my internship. list. internship. Yes. Mm-hmm uh
0: knocked up 40 year old virgin like i had i had a pretty big list here
1: yo me too i had old school was on mine um Uh let's see what are some other good ones blazing saddles which is an old one i didn't go with it because i did not think anyone know but like great parody movie of the western Mm -hmm. um the interview oh and kingpin i can't forget kingpin kingpin was a
0: great movie
1: yeah, yep. that was a good flick. classic tropic thunder love yep tropic thunder was Loved good tropic um, uh anchor man can't forget that you had anchor man so i i thought about it but i just i never liked it enough um but that it that's was another cult classic definitely, i think yeah yeah i mean there's so many good comedy movies that this that's why i did like that's why i didn't like this one it was just it was so tough office space it was Caddyshack. A big loop. Yeah, we, we had some so good many. ones on All there. All right, so my list, going back, this was a tough one for me. I went, number one was Dumb and Dumber, followed by Super Bad, The Hangover, Happy Gilmore, and Scary Movie. Gabe, what were your top five again? I had Friday, Wedding Crashers, Step Brothers, Big Daddy, and Rush
0: Hour 2. So it's going to be fun to see how those perform oh, yes. on the polls. I think this is going to be... I don't know, man. I think you may have kicked my butt on this uh, one now
1: that I'm looking at it. But we'll see what happens. I think this is close. I mean, it, this is going to be really close. And either way, for everyone out there listening, you know, checking out IG, this is a good weekend right here. Mhm, mhm. Those 10 flicks, That that's good stuff.
0: So I want to get into a little bit of a tech news break here. Uh, talk about something that uh, is pretty cool that a developer of an app did. So um, basically, what he did is made it easier to donate to homeless people. So um, essentially, yeah. what it is is it's an app that shows you where homeless people are in the area. I guess they set him up on some sort of um, some sort of app, and they have to be in some certain place. Um, but mm-hmm. as soon as the people drive by, they get an alert. It pops up that says there's a homeless person in this area. It actually gives you their story. Oh, wow. Kind of what happened in their life that made them become homeless. Okay. And it just makes people more inclined to give because, you know, they know their backstory a little bit more and more about the person. And um, I guess in Seattle is where it's being tested. And something like $10,000 has already been raised. Wow. So a uh, pretty interesting program there and uh, something that's definitely helping people out.
1: So here on The Eric yeah. and Gabe Show, we do want to promote that type of stuff. Definitely. I, I like this... It, it, this kind of ties in with our next segment, um, which we'll get to mm-hmm. here shortly. But on this, I'll ask Gabe, what is your what, what is your take on giving to the homeless? Um, when I can, I do. Um, when they're in like a
0: really weird spot where you can't stop, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna like do that. But I mean, if if they're in an area, posted up. I mean, I'll throw them a dollar or two. It's hot out in Phoenix when I'm out in that area, oh, so. Yeah. You know, I'll, if I have water or something, I'll throw
1: that out to them. My you pro- know, I, I try to do my part. There you go. Yeah, I'm I'm good with, I'd say, giving um, food or drinks. I, I'm not a money giver. I That's one thing. Not a money giver. I refuse to do that. Um, I've just, I've seen, I lived in the San Francisco area for a while where there is a lot of money in the area, Silicon Valley. Um, mm-hmm. There's also a lot of homeless in when I see a homeless person out with, not just him, but his family begging for money, him, his wife, and mm-hmm. two kids, and they are all dressed nicer than me. <laughs> right, right. I'm not giving you any money. Like, you'll get a, bot- yeah, you'll get a bottle I get of it. water. Like, <laughs> you got some Yeezys on and some, some red monkey jeans? Yep. Fuck you. And, bro, this is a true story. Like, the dad and the son were in a full-on Nike tracksuit. Easily <laughs> That's, 120 wow. a pop. And I'm just like, no. <laughs> Looking like a team on the corner. Yeah, asking for money. I was No, it's just... um, it, This is interesting. Like, I don't know. Like, they get to type up, like, their backstory. Like, very cool. Like, I, I think I'm all about helping people. Definitely, I am all about yeah, that. Yeah, so check this out. And this
0: is cool, too. Like, um, a lot of the reserves for giving people money is that they're going to take it and buy drugs with it, right? Um, well, this kind of eliminates drugs in a way because they're set up with, like, some sort of smart wallet with a card. So that money goes to their card. Drug dealers don't take cards. So, I mean, they could be buying booze, but, I mean, well, it, at least it eliminates that. So makes you feel maybe a little bit better about giving money. That's cool. Yeah, definitely something to check out. And what was the... What
1: was the app called? Um,
0: it's called Be- It's called Beacon. And okay, okay. Um, like I said, it's being tested in the Seattle area right now. But um, yeah. if it comes to other places, we'll definitely let you know. I'll give you an update on that. And uh, we can get to helping some people out. For sure. That's
1: good. Cool app. Definitely check it out. Beacon. We are now going to jump into um, a question, our advice section of the show. Gabe and I love to give yes, advice sir. and um, you know, give you our thoughts on situations, being the great human beings that we are. I, I think we know a lot about life, and uh, our advice matters, right? I'm a, moder- I'm a modern day Ro- uh Oprah. I guess. Yeah, so oh, wait, uh, Oprah's still modern. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm I'm Ellen DeGeneres. So like, um, anyways, question yeah. from Yahoo: What is stopping me from lying on my resume? Like, I want to say I went to law school. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, okay. I, well, I have a very strong opinion on this, so I'm gonna let you go first, Gabe. All right.
0: So um, I've I've had an opinion on this for a long time, and then kind of switched over to the the other side. But um, first of all, I want to say it very much depends what job you're going for. Yeah. Um, okay. I would say that. Um, You can't go and work in law and say you have a law school degree, because that's going to come with very specific work that you should know a lot of things with, and that's going to be a problem for you. Like, doctor,
1: very professional jobs like that, I see a problem. (laughs) Yeah, I I would agree. Doctor's a very good one. Like, hey, Mr. Guzman, uh, you're needed in surgery first day. Uh, Well, listen... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I can cut them from their
0: butthole to their belly button. That's about the best I can do. <laughs> but um, anyway, jobs that aren't so sensitive to this type of stuff, I say fucking lie. <laughs> Go like, for it. <laughs> why not yes. you apply, you build an amazing resume with tons of experience say you have some sort of degree 90% of the time they don't check it 90% of the time they don't check your uh, references if yep. they do, put your friends as your references and yep. voila, bit a little bing bang you got a job you got a friend. job.
1: yeah you know, um, that's kind of, that's pretty much in line where I'm at, like in the past I'm like no, what if they look into it? And then as I started furthering on in my career, and I've had uh-huh. some very high-level jobs, regional um, supervisor jobs, uh, that sort. Like, I realize they don't look they, – they don't re- – yeah. they got better things to do with their time than research and stuff. So while I do agree, don't try to get into a law firm, Right. But Uh like your your average job, like say like me, I currently have a day job at Amazon.com and within corporate, and Mm -hmm. I make Uh, probably probably a pretty hard gig to get. Yeah, yeah, it is, and I make very good money. Um, I I have a savings, I got stocks, and there is no there's no background check. Like they Mm -hmm. look for stuff. I even do this with my school. The school that I went to. Doesn't offer an actual degree. While you went to school four to six hours, five days a week for a year and a half, that's equal. Yes, talking about the talking about the conservatory. The conservatory. I, also, I also attended. Yeah, that is equal to a two to four year school. Like, but mm-hmm. you don't get a quote unquote degree. You get a certificate right. of.
0: And completion. like, I feel,
1: I, I feel even less
0: like guilty putting a degree on mine because i do have a bachelor's in journalism i did get a four four-year four year college degree but like if i tweak it a little bit to
1: match the job like the degree that i have yeah. i don't feel as bad about that no yeah so i would say be like i'm not putting in there that i have um you know like law school or anything major like i'm not saying i have a doctorate but um mm-hmm. i i think stretching your truth a little bit if if you know you have the qualifications to complete that job duty, you can speak to it. And that's the yeah. biggest thing I've learned is I've actually lost a few job promotions recently um, simply because of how I talked in an interview, how I explained situations. They don't care what's on my resume. Mm-hmm. They, have, they do not care at all what's on my resume, nor what I've done right. within the company over the last two and a half years. It simply
0: came so down what to looking at?
1: just how I answer a question.
0: Really? So just like in the moment where your head's at, that's it, that's it.
1: Exactly. That is what it comes down to is how you can connect with that person over that 30 minutes. Some of the feedback that I got was I didn't display um, leadership abilities. Like my entire career for the last 10 years has been nothing but leadership. Again, regional area revenue manager, um, regional management, uh, general manager of a $10 million operation. But, this, mm-hmm. like, I don't have leadership. So, again, it's just how you can portray yourself in that 30 minutes by answering right. questions. So, I say whatever gets you the interview, do it. Yep. Get get your foot in the door and wow them from
0: there. That's, that's the important Definitely. part, so, I think.
1: That's our advice. Great question. Again, anybody have questions moving forward, if you're going through a tough time, if you want the most perfect advice on a situation send it out to us at the eric and gabe show at gmail.com. Yes, and now I want to get into kind of a
0: random talking point that I found. It's actually pretty cool. Okay. Um Eric, do you use like Uber, Uber Eats or like any of like the transportation
1: systems that Uber provides, I, the scooters, bikes, anything like yes, that? Yes, I definitely do use them. I have recently um, I stay away from Uber Eats, but I mm-hmm. do use the rest. <laughs> bad bad for the tummy or, or what? Oh what yeah, like what something to get why I don't use Uber Eats. Um Yeah. So I order I have a lot of eateries around my work, but sometimes I can't get away for a lunch break and I gotta order food in, right? So one of my right. one of my favorite places, um two places I have a Chipotle right down the street, and I have something that's called a Poketrician, which is essentially like a sushi in a burrito form. Um, Uh sounds absolutely gross, but it's amazing. Anyways, I walk in, I drive there, walk in 10 bucks. If I order it from Uber Eats, I'm at least $20. Just to have it delivered with tip. It's tall. Yeah. And to me, it's not worth it. (laughs) Right.
0: So, that's kind of something that um, that Uber has identified. They're actually having a lot of trouble. You know, a lot of people would think Uber is probably doing really well financially right now. They're killing it with all their services. Actually, not true. Um, I, I do pay attention to stock um, and things like that. Uh-huh. So, they're actually, this last quarter, they lost $1.3 billion total. Wow. It's re- It's reported as a 5.2 billion dollar loss, but 3.9 of that for this quarter was compensation for employees, uh, giving them stock, kind of like they do at Amazon for you. Cheapers. So um, that 3.9 is kind of uh, factored out. Right. So that 1.3 is left. That's crazy. uh, In total losses right now. So what they're doing is uh, they're trying to possibly bundle their services and do it as a monthly subscription. So for 24 dollars a month. You get um, – it looks like you get rides. It looks like you get free delivery on the food service. And you get free rides on uh, Jump, which
1: is their bike service. That's – So, um, for – That's a deal. What do you think about that? The, I I would yeah. sign up for that. That's a deal. Like, to know I could have my food delivered every day. Because that 24 mm-hmm. bucks, that's, that's two days right there. Out, out of a 30-day month, I could do that. I would um, – I would even ke- like to think about this, man. I could consider almost getting rid of my car, like on my drive to work. Mm-hmm. And, ooh, like this is a pretty good deal, I think. I see this being successful. Okay.
0: So let me see this actually looking into this, it's twenty five dollars a month uh, discounted services to rides, not unlimited rides for oh. free. But you do get the delivery for free and you do get the jump
1: for free. I I would still think that's a good deal for people that have that use it a lot. Like myself, I can typically get away for like my lunch breaks. So um Uh-huh. I, I wouldn't utilize that a whole lot. Riding the scooters around, I just I don't do that um but Mm -hmm. i definitely think for the inner city people this is this is a home run
0: yeah i agree i think this is something that might uh turn their their business around a little bit they are struggling so
1: uh
0: interesting to see what happens there yeah that's
1: that's a pretty cool story i'm definitely gonna follow this and see what happens i i like that they're uh, one thing i can say i like they're trying to make a change they recognize something that a process is broken and they're trying to improve it i think that's that's a sign of great, um, great leadership up there in, at the executive level.
0: Yeah, they got to do something because right now they're getting their weenies kicked in. So.
1: Speaking of getting weens kicked in, Gabe, <laughs> let's move on to our uh-huh. asshole of the week. All right, guys. So we got a great asshole of the week this week. Um, I, I, yes, I have a lot of thoughts about this story. So, um, here's what happened. Apparently, <laughs> let's. This girl was invited, or I, I don't. Well, I guess the invite was there because she's gone. Right? She states that she's attending. Her ex-boyfriend's wedding. And Uh-oh. she puts up online and is soliciting help on what dresses to wear. And it turns out oh, God. that she's dressed extremely close to the bride. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, at first I'm like, well, wow. This ex-girlfriend is an asshole like why would why would you want to go to your ex-boyfriend's wedding showing out like that but then the thought got deeper here Gabe you want to um give your thoughts on this yeah so my first thought on this was what
0: a damn savage but <laughs> second why is she at the wedding in the first place like i mean it's cool to be cool with exes and everything but to have them at the at your wedding I mean, I I don't see why.
1: Yeah, so it's like, it. I'm just like, who's who's the asshole here? Is it maybe we should pull this one? Is it the boy ex boyfriend for wanting to invite her, or is it the trusting bride to be because she allowed uh-huh. the fiance's ex girlfriend like to come? I don't.
0: Yeah, I mean I think the last one is a grown decision. I would I don't know too many women that would ever even allow that. So I would say kudos to her, but um holy crap. Like this whole situation is just a a fuckery. Um you know that she just picked that dress to like outshine the bride. That's exactly, exactly what she was doing.
1: Yes, I I don't I don't care what kind of man you are. If you're walking down, you know, your aisle getting ready for the bride to come down and you see your ex in just this form-fitting, sexy, like, you, apparently you thought she was attractive at one point because you were, you know, rubbing the stinkies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, there's not going to be, you're not going to sit here and be like, oh, that's so nice. Sandra made it. That's great. No. You're like, wow. <laughs> Look at her Oh, and I, God damn. damn yeah, yeah, like, one woman for the rest of my life. And look at that. Am I... That's just... This is, this is a messed up situation. Yeah, it is definitely kind of fucked up. So, I, I think we, we had a discussion <laughs> um, earlier, like, I think the ex-girlfriend, she gets asshole. I think the ex-girlfriend's friends that told her what to wear to the ex-boyfriend's wedding, they all get asshole. And then I think the ex-boyfriend definitely. He gets asshole too.
0: Yep. So three assholes given here. I I agree. It's been it was a big asshole
1: wedding. (laughs) Just a wedding full of assholes. Oprah was there, she was just giving it out to everybody. (laughs) You get an asshole. You (laughs) get an asshole. Everybody's getting assholes. (laughs) What? What the fuck? <laughs> oh, what so, are you doing, Oprah? That—that is our asshole of the week segment, and I—I want to know your guys' input. So definitely check it out on Instagram. I think we need to put up a post on this, and uh, I want to know what the people think, and I want to hear their thoughts. Um, so I think we should get into the rapper rumble. Here. Let's do it. I need it. Well, since all these assholes are going on, let's fight about something. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Kick his ass, sea bass.
0: All right, everybody. You heard the music, so you know what time it is. It's time for a rapper rumble. Uh, we got two artists that kind of came up together at the same kind of time, and then it turned into a huge rap beef that I do still believe is a beef. Um, so we're doing 50 Cent Ooh. in the game.
1: What y- do you think, y- Eric? Y- you think it's still a beef, huh? 50 in the game. Yeah. This is... um you think of two powerhouses I feel when when I think about these two it's and I don't mean powerhouses as in rap career necessarily I just these are big fucking guys <laughs> right right um, so what what I want to
0: do here is instead of us like individually ranking them what we'll do is uh, we'll just kind of talk it out together and see if we can agree on some numbers here alright so um yeah, let's get into, first thing, their sales. um 50 Cent. I got some facts here. Oh. 50 Cent. Um, 780K on his first album, Get Rich or Die Trying. Uh, the album's first game sales were uh, about 500,000. So... First album when they debuted, fifty was a little hotter on that drop. Yep. Second was even bigger, fifty cents the massacre, one point five million in sales the first week. Really? And the game had somewhere around three hundred and sixty. Ho- so even on. a bigger dip off there. So
1: the massacre did bigger first week numbers than Get Rich or Die Trying? Uh it did, which I didn't realize
0: until I uh until I researched, but yeah. Wow, I wouldn't have guessed that. I didn't either. I was surprised by that. But I was like, holy shit. Okay. Um, so 50 obviously has had some huge sales here. Uh, the game, some good sales, but not comparative to, to 50. So I yep. would say I would put 50 at about a 4 here, and I'd have to give the game uh, about a 3 is what I would say.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much with you there. I would have given the game a 5. Or not the game, I'm sorry. 50. Uh-huh. I would have given 50 a 5 and the game a 3 as well. Like, when you think about, if you think about rap numbers and just career and impact and rap and coming in so hot, like, 50 was that dude. 50 was everywhere yeah. for that span of like 3 to 4 years. Um. Yeah, he was yeah. massive. The only
0: reason I can't like I'll give him a 4 on my scale because 5 is what I consider to be like Drake's sk- Drake's sales biggest of all time. So I can't put him there, but I can give him a 4.
1: Definitely. So yeah. So that's why I'm there. I agree with you. 50 definitely he he wins that one.
0: All right. And then we get into flow. I th- I feel like as far as flow goes, they're they're kind of similar. Um 50 does have a little bit more of like a melodic sort of sound to him. Uh-huh. And uh, just the way they rap, I think, is is kind of similar. Um, it's not, like, outrageously, like, crazy flow, but it is good. Like, I love it. It's good to listen to. Their subject matter is cool to me. So uh, for flow, I would both give them a
1: four. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. I was going to – they don't – their voices don't really – they don't, they don't connect with me as much when they rap. I was going to give them both a three.
0: <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. So
1: sales there.
0: Um, other talents. 50, obviously kind of a mogul now, definitely making some good money after he allegedly lost it yeah, all. But his bankruptcy. Since then has bounced back. Yeah. Since then has bounced back, doing pretty well. Um, so, you know, he's got that business side to him um 50 cent also Effin he he has a little bit of a yeah he has um a little bit of a melodic sound that he can do um a little bit more than the game i feel so other talents um i'd give 50 probably somewhere like a
1: 3 and the game like a 2 okay yeah i'm i'm with you um almost exactly i i'd have to give 50 a 4 on this one i think he's Vitamin water was huge. Effing vodka. Mm-hmm. Um, he he can do a little bit of the singing. He markets himself really well, which I think is a hidden talent. Um, he control yes, on that's... social media when need be. And the game is just real quiet. He just he stays in his lane. So I'm I'm gonna go a four and a two, four for fifty, two for the game. Nice. And then uh, cultural impact here.
0: I think Fifty has been huge. Like I said, I don't think he's been like Drake level huge on on social impact, but he does always keep his name in the headlines. He's always on Instagram trolling somebody. <laughs> he's always, you know, doing something that's just hilarious. Um, so the game, our Fifty Cent has always kind of managed to be culturally culturally relevant, and uh, I think that's something that's important. Uh-huh. So Fifty, you get a four on that one as well. The game. Very quiet. Um, cultural impact of the game, I think, has been a little bit lower. Um, yeah, I have some thoughts on I can't on really that. think of a lot of things. I can't think of a lot of things he's done. So I would give him, like, maybe a two. I
1: don't know. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say uh, cultural impact, I think, was real big for 50. Definitely in the beginning. You know, he all oh, this dude was shot nine times. He can't be stopped. This and that. Um, so I, I'd agree with you. I think a four. He, he's done a lot um, for the game and definitely tried keeping himself relevant. He's made a lot of headway with that fifth or not 50. The game on the other hand, here's my problem with the game. I think the game is definitely very talented, but I feel like he has always been riding someone else's coattails. Like, Ooh. his big songs were huge when 50 was on him. Um right. Throughout his career, I can't remember what artist it was at the time, but so, I want to say it was the Kendrick verse when he came out calling out who his top five was and basically saying, "If you're not one of these you're not a you're not a good rapper to me. I don't th- I think you're trash basically is what Kendrick was saying. I think it was his verse. Yep. and just after that, like literally within the week, it felt like game came out with a record saying you're not Nas, you're not big, you're not something to me. Mm -hmm. And it was just like it was like, bro, someone else just did that. And then Yeah, or
0: maybe maybe making a state a statement to Kendrick. I don't know.
1: He could have been, but like I to me, it's like do it in a different way. Don't call out your top five after someone else just Mm -hmm. did it. Um and then like Nipsey just died. Rest in peace Nipsey. But Mm-hmm. All like all of the games posts are just he's been riding this Nipsey Hustle wave, like that's just what I feel yeah. like the game does he, is he just he rides waves just for the attention. To me,
0: I don't know, but at the same time, like he did grow up in L.A. Nipsey Hustle was a huge icon in that area, so I mean I don't think that anything like that is a front. I think general or he's genuinely something that was big to the game, and he's
1: celebrating his life so i gotta i understand that yeah so but i'm with you i gotta give cultural impact to me it's a two i just i haven't seen him originate a whole lot to me
0: right on so uh by all accounts it kind of looks like we got 50 cent over the game here right yes sir all right so uh 50 cent is gonna win that rapper rumble and uh we are gonna go to our next segment Putting them on. Eric, uh, you got an artist for us this week. You want to tell us a little bit about him before we uh, yes. listen to music?
1: Yeah, I came across this artist. Um, Would have been probably around 2015. His name is Luke Christopher. Um, he's out of the mm-hmm. L.A. area. And when I heard the, his sound, it was just like, it was very, oh, man, I don't it was just very relaxed. It was very chill. He was just You can tell this man just makes music because he enjoys the art of making music. Um, when I heard him, it was like a sound of John Legend. If John Legend had just like a little bit of rap to him. Um, Luke likes to sing in some of his vo- verses and then he'll rap in the other one. And his message is just very good. It's not a lot of like today's hip hop. So, um... We're gonna listen to a little bit of him, a young cat. He's twenty three now, I believe. I'm gonna, twenty-six, I think, is what was it was. twenty six? Born in ninety-three. I gotta do my yep. rap or my math. Yep. So yeah, yeah, twenty-six. Uh, out of LA, so we're gonna listen to a song called Hearts. <laughs> so we're gonna give a listen to that here.
0: Such precious car, gold, you took for grand. My heart follows you now. It's stranded still. If hearts fell from
1: the sky, you
0: still would find another like mine.
1: Today's your birthday, and I used to make
0: a thing about it. I'd even spin you around the parking lot and sing about it. You'd get embarrassed, and I'd tell you. said I would go to hell with
1: you. All right. So that there was Hearts by Luke Christopher Um out of the L.A. Yes. area. Young kids. Gabe, I'm going to go ahead and give you. so I've been listening to him for a while. Oh, uh, What's your take on this? Um, Kind of like you said, I felt like you
0: had that John Legend soulful sound to him. But also, a little bit of like that hip hop sound, um I don't know it's not it it's not something that jumped out to me. I wasn't you know crazy on it. I wouldn't go down
1: go and like download it or anything, mm-hmm. but you know it was it was cool for me cool So I'll listen yeah i it's weird, I'm the same way with them um it's what like it it definitely was a mood I was in when I first heard him, and so like it's kind of. I can only listen like I don't listen to it. I can't listen to it when I'm going to the gym, or
0: right. It, it's just, it's
1: like something like I'll just when I'm zoning out and I'm deep in my head on a road trip or something. Um, I'll listen to him like I, yeah. There's
0: different music
1: for different times. Oh yeah, and it's definitely one of those. This isn't one of like those those tracks you listen to at at all times. Um, but yeah, very mm-hmm. soulful and like I love the the musicianship that he has. Um, and I could say listening like I would anyone checking it out looking for something new like just check out his other music because it's definitely something i like about him is it's different it's it's not your typical song format so um check that out let us know what y'all think again that was luke christopher with hearts Right on Eric and uh
0: I think we did it here. yeah So uh we'd like to thank you for checking out the show. Uh please don't forget to submit your music, advice questions, draft ideas, and whatever else you want to. Uh send nudes, not if you're men, to <laughs> the Eric and Gabe Show oh at gmail.com. Gosh. Yes. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Twitter at the Eric and Gabe Show. Make sure you check that out. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. That's how we grow our show every week. Very important, so please love do y'all's that. Input.
1: We love it. Thank you, guys. And as always, Eric, uh, live fresh. fresh. Cheers.